This has to be the number one question I get from new podcasters. Which microphone do I recommend? In this episode, I'm going to explain some of the must-know microphone terminology, and I'll explain why a good microphone matters so much. Of course, I'll share my favorite microphones at any budget, including the reason why I usually recommend the Blue Yeti, plus I'll share the two must-have accessories that you'll need to record in addition to the mic. Plus, before we go, I'll share the top mistake I see podcasters making with their new microphones, where they aren't really using the microphone to its full potential, and we just can't have that. It's all coming up in today's short episode of Wit & Wire. Welcome to Wit & Wire, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes with podcasters and industry experts to help you start and scale a binge-worthy podcast of your own. Here's your host, Melissa Guller. Hey everyone, I'm Melissa, and today is all about microphones. I'm going to stick to the essentials, so even if you have zero audio recording or engineering experience, I'm going to do my best to simplify, so by the end of this episode, you'll know exactly which microphone is right for you. And choosing your microphone is probably the first major purchase that you'll make as a podcaster, and I'd argue that your microphone is the single smartest investment you can make in your podcast. It's not a super fancy editor or the right theme music. It is the microphone because the truth is audio quality is your podcast's first impression on listeners. And if it sounds like it's been cheaply produced, you'll unfortunately immediately come across as unprofessional or inexperienced and we can't have that. But the good news is that getting great audio quality on your podcast isn't as expensive as you'd think. And it really does come down to just choosing the right microphone. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about why great audio matters, how I researched my top recommendations, and then ultimately why I do often recommend the Blue Yeti as the microphone of choice for most new podcasters. Here's the deal. Your audience probably isn't full of audio production experts, but they are listening experts because think about how often we're exposed to professional quality audio. We listen to Spotify, we listen to movies, we listen to The Great British Bake Off, we listen to Harry Potter, and all of these productions are, of course, high-budget, high-quality audio perfection. On the other hand, we also know what bad audio sounds like, and it's, you know, a terrible conference call, and it's just like static, static, and then you lose them. So... We can't afford to lose listeners early on based on something this fundamental, audio quality. And that's why you need the right microphone ASAP. I really want you to hear the difference for yourself. So up until this point, you've been hearing me record on my Blue Yeti from my studio. And by studio, I don't mean fancy recording studio. I mean my tiny Brooklyn studio. And I'm actually going to turn off the microphone to share the difference. Here's a quick clip of what the audio sounds like just from my computer. I haven't moved anywhere, but you can really hear the difference, right? This doesn't sound as polished or sound super far away. And if you had the choice between the two, wouldn't you rather listen to me talk on the microphone? In fact, I'm sure you would. Let me hop back on. I'm back on the microphone and you can really hear the difference, can't you? Hopefully I've convinced you why a microphone is so important and how just one investment, the microphone, can take your podcast up a huge notch in terms of professionalism. 
Now, when it comes to actually choosing the microphone, that's where things get interesting because there are so many microphones out there and some are better for podcasters, but some are really suited for musicians or gamers and they can get very expensive very quickly. So before I share my recommendations, I wanna talk about the criteria that I used because I want you to feel confident about the microphone that you do purchase, but I also want you to know why you picked it. So my first piece of advice is, unless you really love microphones and gear, I would recommend a universal USB microphone. So perhaps the first surprise is that not all microphones actually connect to a computer right away. That's a newer technology, and many microphones were created with musicians in mind, and musicians don't usually plug directly into a laptop the way that we are. And the good news for us is that even over the last five years, USB microphones have really come a long way in terms of quality. And without getting too technical, there are two broad categories of microphone connector types. One is the USB, which is what I recommend because your microphone will come with a cord that connects your microphone directly into a USB outlet on your computer. But the other type is called an XLR microphone. And I can tell I probably lost a few of you with a new acronym, but here's what you need to know. Unlike USBs, XLR microphones do not plug directly into your computer. Instead, they plug into what's called an audio interface. It's a snazzy little rectangle that sits on your desk and your microphone plugs into the interface and then the interface plugs into your computer. Now, some engineers, audio engineers argue that the XLR microphones have higher audio quality. But for those of you listening today, the quality of USB microphones out there right now is not that far off from XLR microphones. And in fact, many listeners cannot tell the difference between the two. So because the USB experience is so much simpler and requires one less piece of equipment, it makes it a no-brainer for me to recommend only USB microphones for new podcasters. Now the next piece of our alphabet soup vocabulary is the difference between condenser and dynamic microphones. So if USB versus XLR answers the question, how does this microphone connect to my technology, then this new difference tells you Okay, but how was the microphone actually built? And I'm gonna keep this super high level. Condenser microphones are kind of like a magnifying glass for all audio. They're super sensitive and they pick up very detailed sound. And that's why the top rec- and that's why the top recommendations for podcasters are almost always condenser mics. The microphone should ideally just pick up the sound of your voice, but the problem with condenser mics can be background noise. Because they're so sensitive, they will actually pick up on background noise if you're in a loud room. But the easy solution is to record in a quiet place, which is of course what I'm sure you would have guessed that we recommend. And then in that case, the condenser mic is perfect. On the other hand, dynamic microphones are really great for loud sounds and a narrower range of frequencies. So If you talk right into the mic, they could be better for recording if you're in a loud place because they won't catch as much of the background noise. But the trade-off is that you lose a little bit of the richness in the tone of your voice. So unless you're concerned about recording in a really loud space, most professional and experienced podcasters would recommend a condenser microphone for at-home podcasters. 
Now, the notable consideration is a power source. So the way that condenser mics are built, they always have to have a cord that connects to a power source like your computer. So on the other hand, dynamic microphones can be self-powered, which means you could take one on the go and record with that microphone. So if you are recording on the streets or out and about, then maybe you do need a dynamic microphone. But since most of us are recording at home, condenser will be the way to go. Now the third consideration before I dive into the recs is, of course, the cost. You can spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on microphones. But in my opinion, based on what's out on the market today, I truly believe that you can get a good microphone for under $200 and really under $150. So maybe you'll upgrade later, but for now I promise you don't need that $500 Rode microphone, even though it's beautiful and one that many podcasters adore. So with that in mind, let's get to the recommendations. So my number one pick is the Blue Yeti USB microphone. And you can check it out for yourself if you go to the link in the show notes at witandwire.com six. And by the way, I do have a full downloadable guide, not just with the Blue Yeti, but also my additional picks at different budgets and the accessories and even some recording tools. And I don't want to run through the list here today because I think it would just be too much to take in by ear. And that's why I put together the downloadable guide. So I'll share the link again at the end of the episode. For now, I'm going to focus on the Blue Yeti. I am not the only one who loves this mic. I'm using it currently. It's recommended by so many people, and it checks all the boxes. It's a USB microphone, so it plugs directly into your computer. It's a condenser microphone, not dynamic, which is what we recommended before. And it's at a reasonable price point, usually around $110 to $120, depending on Amazon and the current demand. It has great audio quality. You can plug the USB directly into your computer right out of the box and start recording. It's super simple, and that's one of the biggest advantages. Another reason why people like the Blue Yeti over similar microphones is because it is a little bit more flexible when it comes to sound recording patterns. So as a podcaster, you're going to want the cardioid setting. It looks like a little lima bean. But there are other directions, bidirectional, omnidirectional, that I won't get into too much, but I do want to offer one pro tip. If you're recording with somebody in the same room, I would strongly recommend two separate microphones, one for each of you. When you're using the Blue Yeti or any podcasting microphone, you have to be pretty close within about four to six inches of the mic. So unless you want to be that close to someone else's face, you will each need your own microphone. The other benefit to two microphones is that it will record on two separate audio tracks. So instead of having both of you talking over each other, later on when you or your editor are working on the final audio file, it'll be a lot easier if your voices are recorded on two separate files. Now there are other great microphones from Audio-Technica and Rode that I recommend, and there are budget options the CADU37 USB Studio, and the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. And again, instead of having you write down all of these acronyms and different microphones, I put together 
all of the information in the show notes at witandwire.com slash six, and there's a downloadable guide there, and you can choose what's right for you and do your own research. In addition to the microphone, we're not done yet. There are a couple of really key accessories that we have to talk about, and don't worry, they're either inexpensive or you already own them. The first is a pop filter. This is something that goes in front of the mic and it'll make the pee, the popping sounds, less harsh. So for 10 to 15 bucks, this is a must-have because it makes you sound crisper and more professional, and you'll want a pop filter no matter which microphone you choose. This is not specific to the Blue Yeti. The other key accessory to talk about are your headphones. Now, if you're recording alone in your own apartment, you don't necessarily need to wear the headphones. However, When you're editing, headphones are key, and since this is not an episode about editing, I'm going to put that to the side, but something that most people don't think about is remote recording. Many of you are going to be recording remotely with a guest or maybe a co-host, and both of you need to be wearing headphones. Imagine if we weren't. Let's say we're on an interview, we're recording remotely, we're both set up with our microphones, you say something, that audio would come out of my computer And of course, I could hear you, but so could my microphone, which is obviously a huge problem, and it's going to create a ton of echo. So that's why it's so critical when you're recording remotely that both of you wear headphones. A common question I get is, what about your guest? Do they need to have a microphone too? I often give guests the option of buying a microphone, but I make it very clear that it's not necessary. For the guest... They can, you know, wear their headphones, and I recommend headphones that have a microphone. Even the white Apple AirPods work perfectly. And what's great about that is that the microphone is closer to their mouth than if you imagine them sitting at their computer and think about how far away your computer actually is from your mouth. You heard me say before, ideally you're within four to six inches of this thing. So as long as your guest is wearing headphones they already own with a microphone, they should be set. In general, I recommend headphones that actually plug into something instead of Bluetooth just because they're slightly more reliable. But other than that, any headphones that you already own will do the trick. Now, earlier on, I mentioned that there's a key mistake I see a lot of podcasters making with their new microphone. And here's the trick. When you plug in your new microphone to your computer, no matter which microphone you buy, you have to make sure that the settings on your computer acknowledge the microphone. So there's no installation necessarily, but there's what's called sound input and sound output. And you'll be able to control this within the audio settings on your computer, but audio output means how do I hear sound? So by default, audio output is your computer, but if you plug in headphones, now the audio output are your headphones, and that's probably what you want. You also have to think about audio input. And this is the setting that some podcasters don't realize isn't working. And it would mean that you've plugged in your microphone, but you're still actually using the computer's input. So you have to go into your sound settings and change the input to be your microphone. And if you're using the Blue Yeti, it'll be called Blue Yeti. Before we wrap up, I wanted to take a couple of questions from the community. So one listener asked, do you recommend having a boom? And I wasn't sure if they meant an actual boom microphone or just an arm, so I'm going to address both. Sometimes if you're imagining a movie set 
what's over their heads attached to the microphone, that arm is called a boom. If you're talking though about an arm which connects to a desk, a lot of podcasters really like having their microphone on an arm for two reasons. One, it's really easy to use depending on your at-home setup. You can just swing the arm over when you're recording and then swing the arm back when you're done. The other reason I think is up for debate, but some audio recording pros claim that having your microphone on an arm is better for the audio quality because it's not like grounded to the table. This could be a wives tale. From my perspective, using your microphone on the stand it comes in is great, but certainly the ease of use of the arm is undeniable. So there's definitely no downside to putting your microphone on an arm. I will say that if you're doing that with a Blue Yeti, I would look for a Blue Yeti specific microphone because it is slightly heavier than some of the other microphones out there. So before you buy accessories, always make sure they fit the microphone that you've actually purchased. To wrap up, I'm gonna answer what are the top three things I look for in a microphone because I think it'll recap this episode nicely. First up, I look for a USB microphone and I look for a universal USB. That just means it plugs into either a Mac or a PC. And that's because for most podcasters, I think it's simpler than buying a second piece of equipment called an audio interface where you'd have to plug the mic into the interface and then the interface into the computer. Let's cut out the middleman. The second key thing I look for is that it's a condenser microphone, not a dynamic. And the third is the price. I think we're so fortunate in 2020 when I'm recording this that microphones are more affordable than ever before, but at a great actual audio quality. So you're not sacrificing quality for price. And in the downloadable, I believe the cheapest microphone I recommend is $50. So even if the Blue Yeti isn't at the price point for you, I would strongly encourage you to spend the $50 because it really does make a difference. Thank you so much for joining me this week. To view the complete show notes and get links to all of my favorite microphones and everything we talked about today, visit the show notes at witandwire.com slash six. That's also where you can download my printable podcasting toolkit, which is an 11 page guide that goes beyond just the microphones and actually walks you through the tools and the software that I'll recommend to start a podcast at any budget. Download the whole thing for free at witandwire.com slash toolkit or find a link in the show notes at witandwire.com slash six. Before you go, I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. You can either subscribe right now in the app you're using to listen to this episode, or you can sign up for email alerts through an easy sign up form in the show notes. Again, thank you for joining me, Melissa Guller, in this episode of Wit and Wire. I'll see you next time, podcasters.